0: Where it's at! I got two Dan Tables and a microphone! <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Where It's At! I remembered the name of the show this <laughs> time. Uh, I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host... I'm Dan Hornstein. He is one of the characters That's... in the new, somewhat, so far, mediocre,
1: streaming Disney Plus series, uh, Book of Boba so Fett. We've been, yeah, we were talking about Boba Fett, and if anybody's out there listening, hopefully you're listening to this and not watching that show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you deserve has, better. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the Mandalorian was the first few episodes. It's really slow to develop. It should be called Boba Fett's lullabies. Cause he just sleeps the whole time. He's, he likes his um, naps. He's, he's getting old. There's a little too much like tick tocky back to the future. Gang kids on speeders in the third episode.
1: That is so funny cuz me and me and my wife were watching that and we were like yeah. <laughs> We got to the point where they jumped on those and I was like, watch, they're going to do this like hover, hover crest, Don't walk on water. <laughs> not unless you got power, McFly. Like, <laughs> it's funny because it's like, exactly the same thing. Cat and I said perfect <laughs> so much. and Even like he even runs into a manure truck, basically, right? Like, like Biff does right. that. I completely forgot about that until you brought it up. That is so flipping funny. That is outstanding.
0: I'm not 100% trashing on it. I'm just, like, it's, it's, it's a disappoint- little bit disappointing so far. I feel
1: like it's just geared towards my nephews. Di- so Disney's made a few misfires, yeah. in my opinion, lately. I was talking about this with somebody the other day. Have you seen, I know you're not watching as many superhero movies as me, but have you seen Eternals?
0: No. The last okay. thing I saw was Shang-Chi.
1: Mm-hmm. And that was a slog. I had such a hard time with okay, that. Okay. I liked Shang-Chi. I enjoyed that a lot. Eternals was the slog for me. It's, it's a two and a half hour, it's a very slow movie. It introduces a ton of new characters. And you take that, and I think you and I were talking about once the Captain America, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show, mm-hmm. and how they I felt like there was just a lot of fat they could have trimmed. So, mistake yeah. number one, the Falcon and Winter Soldier should have been a movie because they could have kept it. They could have made that a lean like two hours, 10 minutes, and it would have been great. Yeah. Then you take this eternal show where they're just jamming in like every, every new character and trying to squeeze it into a movie setting. And I'm like, make that a show so that you can take your time and people can get into the characters a little bit more and get to know them because it's it's brand new stuff. Um, right. So that's number two. And then, yeah, Boba Fett just uh, at a snail's pace. Yeah. Story wise. Uh, yeah. It's, it's,
0: it's so slow to develop. Like it makes Game of Thrones look like a fast paced, like, joke. okay. It's, it's, and the thing is, is I want to like it. I want it to be good. I'm going to
1: keep watching it.
0: I hope it gets better. Like, but like I said, if it gets to the end of the first season and it's just not gotten any better, I'm probably not going to care to watch the second one. Yeah. And like I said, it's not terrible, but it doesn't have enough to I'm like, find myself like 20, 30 minutes into it and go, okay, if something's not going to happen,
1: can we get to the point? Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's exactly how I feel. Like in the, in the show, like he'll, he'll get to, something and he'll they'll start talking and i'm like i'm just sitting there going, i don't care about any of this <laughs> <laughs> like i just don't care you know they're like yeah. he's like i've got to find my arm i'm like i don't care about your armor like stop talking about it and fucking do something they should call that really? show shit or get off the pot like yeah they should <laughs> Star Wars, shit, Star or get Wars shit or get off the pot. <laughs> so the reason why I know this is a music podcast, and we should probably get into music. But and so my probably. segue into that was I was talking about the show Peacemaker, which yeah. has such good music to it. Uh, Peacemaker on HBO Max with with fucking John Cena. I was telling Mark a minute ago the soundtrack is like all glam metal. It's it's just so good because not only is it all glam metal, it's mm-hmm. like the obscure shit okay it would be yeah. different if he if they were just going into like skid rose 18 in life or you know don't know what you got till it's gone by cinderella they reference cinderella but like they every song that they've chosen has been like a really deep cut on 80s hair <laughs> and 80s glam metal and some of it right. i looked it up because i was like i've never heard of this at all And uh, a lot of it is like bands that are in like 2010 doing that style of music. And I was like, holy shit, that kind of makes it even better because it's like... It's just like there, people are out there still doing this. So I knew yeah. that there's the joke band steel Panther. Uh, yeah. But like, no, there's people like being deadly serious about <laughs> this kind of music. I, I knew about like steel Panther and there's Foxy Shazam, I guess is, is I'm, I'm familiar with them enough. And they're probably the closest to like the, uh, the real deal authentic band that I know. Uh, but there's like, there's all kinds of Like the theme song is this group called wigwam and I was like, "Oh, that's a little racist." It's it's like got to be an '80s band, and I looked at it from 2010. I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, guys!" Like, <laughs> oh my you goodness, you should have known better.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> diatribe over. Sorry, that's my yes. So this week on the pod, we we're going gonna be listening to it like this shit.
1: Takens taking longer than Boba Fett to get to, like, know. Get to the point.
0: <laughs> speaking of... okay, yeah, Speaking
1: oh, of no. dragging so ass, me, fucking...
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How are uh, you guys doing? Well, I just had a bunch of uh, Chinese food, so I'm kind of slow. What did you eat? But I'll perk up once. A-
1: I made Chinese oh, food. Oh, man. I went to uh, Kim San last night uh, down in East Dove. So I, uh, I... And again, I'm a drag ass. little short tangent here, but just, just let me roll with it, okay? Because I got to talk sure. about this. It was so good. I got... They have a tofu dish and uh-huh. I don't like tofu. Okay. So let me be very upfront about that. I'm not like a tofu person at all, but I got this dish cause I tried it once before and I ate the whole fricking thing and it's so good. They like lightly batter it and they pan fry it and do like a black uh-huh. pepper sauce on it. And I was describing it to somebody after and the best way I could describe it, I said, have you ever had cracklins?" Like like the real good like Louisiana crack. Uh-huh. This was like vegan cracklings. That's <laughs> how it came out. <laughs> it was crispy, crunchy like that. It was like juicy on the inside. So good. It's my new go to thing. I'm a I'm a tofu guy now. Who the fuck would know? Mm. Who would have thunk? Tofu it? is done right. It's amazing. Yeah. and this was this was just out. It was stellar. Yeah. I wrote a song about it. That's there you go. That's how you tie it back to the podcast. Anywho,
0: okay. Yes. So this week we are going to do like a year-in-review of 2021. Uh, I gave, I made a playlist and shared it with Dan. Of songs, Dan made a playlist and shared it with me. I think Dan and I did two slightly different things. Dan did
1: pretty much all new music from 2021. I did. Didn't I did? I chose my favorite songs from albums that we didn't get to review. That were released mm-hmm. in 2021 with the hopes that it would give us a little bit of uh some something new to talk about, you know, as we go on. There was right. I, I know that you and I we we started to get down this road a little bit last week that um I felt 2021 was just this outstanding year for music and there was so much good music out there. You yeah. had a slightly different opinion.
0: Oh yeah. I felt like 2021 was a very dry Boring year for music. And I was thinking about that this last week. I was like, why do I think that? And I think there's a couple different reasons. One, none of my favorite artists, okay, I should say that only one of my favorite artists released an album in 2021. Everybody else that I know has either yet to release something new or they released it in like 2020. But the other part of that is I feel like so many people made like COVID albums. And I'm just tired of it. By the time 2021 was over, I was over COVID albums. And I understand like, you want to express your creativity and how you're feeling and during this lockdown and during all this. And I don't have a problem with that, but it's just so much of the same kind of vibe. Oh, okay. And so it's like every artist has been like, oh, hey, I'm going to put out an EP. And it's all about how I felt during COVID. And I'm like, it's just, for me, it's just too much. Because I'm like, okay, I've heard every spin you can think of. On a COVID album from most different genres, and I'm just, I'm over it. It's like going to see stand up and guys making, or anybody, comics making jokes about COVID. I'm like, dude, I'm tired. Everybody's over it. Yeah. What do you think like, was worse? Let's, the, the, let's get
1: over the COVID jokes. Everybody doing the COVID jokes. Everybody doing, of these three, what do you think is the worst? Everybody doing COVID jokes. Everybody doing COVID songs. Or, Gal Gadot doing the Imagine video, <laughs> where sure, a bunch of celebrities <laughs> sang Imagine when COVID first came out. Of those three things, what was the worst? Uh, well,
0: I haven't seen the Gal Gadot thing, so I would have to say the COVID. Songs. Oh, okay. So you need to watch the Gal Gadot thing because
1: it it's definitely the worst. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that is the correct <laughs> answer. It is so bad because it's it's so disconnected. It's uh it like. <laughs> It, it, it happened when, when like we first started locking down, it was like April, you know, or April, uh-huh. and May and, you know, rewind the clocks back. Right. We, everybody's kind of like really unsure. We don't know how bad it is. I don't know the severity of it. Like it's this right. global thing. It's so much uncertainty, so much kind of anxiety. And, and I'm sure fear for a lot of people too. And then here comes this video and it's like Gal Gadot and a whole bunch of other celebrities that they got to film. And they're just kind of each singing lines from imagine together. And yeah. they're all kind of their montage together to complete the song. And it's such a, just like, I don't know. It's so bad because it's, it just shows like this disconnect between like super rich people. And they're like, we're here with you guys. I'm right. In my mansion, <laughs> you know, I know how hard right. it is out there. Uh, it was like the
0: whole interview with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, everyone just needs to lock down. I'm like, dude, you have millions of dollars. You'll have someone who's going to shop for you. And cook you for you. You don't have and- to worry about the things that everyone
1: else does. Yeah, it's exactly that. It's exactly that. All right. But then you you add this layer on top with John Lennon's like, lyrics and how... Yeah. Nihilistic they are in, <laughs> in right. that song. I mean, like it's line one, imagine there's no heaven. <laughs> it's easy. If yeah. you try no religion, no, this, no, that. And then, you know, uh, it's, it's so, it's just so funny. Cause it's like, everybody's at their bleakest and here's Gal Gadot singing, imagine there's no heaven, <laughs> you know, right. people are dying and she's like, yeah, imagine nothing happens when they do. How yeah. does, does that give you comfort? <laughs> Yeah, so, so I don't know. That's diatribe number four down. We're just we're yes. moving right along here. We're working on. We're it. working we're, this on this is the diatribe episode. This is going to be a fun one. So yes, your play. That's my playlist. Uh, I talked about is, is new songs from twenty twenty one that hadn't come out yet. Uh, your playlist, I think, was just some of the st- your favorite my, stuff to listen to. Right.
0: My favorite playlist was the stuff I listened to the most this past uh, year, or in twenty twenty one. And it, I, I did keep stuff in that was released in 2021, but I couldn't exclusively go to it because there was. I picked news, I, I limited it to music that was new to me. So I didn't include music that I heard the year before, with like one exception. Okay. B- because it was just something that I legitimately listened to throughout the whole year. But everything else was stuff I found in 2021 that I really enjoyed and I just consumed it so much. So like even just, if it was
1: released in the previous years, this is the year that you discovered it. Right. With, I like it. I said, with the exception of one track, which I am pretty sure I can guess track. that one. Yep. That's what I was going to say. Yep. So that's what I'm, this could be a fun way to go about this. You and I, we didn't really talk about how we wanted to dice up the episode, but why don't you take uh-huh. me through your playlist um, sure. You know, let's since, since it's different than an album, which we've done a lot in the past. So since nobody's really, uh, nobody can really see what's on your playlist or go like they can go look at an album. Um, right. Why don't you just kind of take us through track by track and tell me like a little bit about the song, why you picked it, what you like about it. And, uh, and then, you know, I'll, I'll share the ones that I really like too. Cause I, I had some fun okay. listening to your playlist.
0: So the first track is the spell of mathematics by Deftones off their 2020 release. This is the only song that I heard obviously the year before when this album dropped and this is my favorite track off that record cuz it combines some so much of the heavy brutality of like Deftones raw edgy metal side with the like the crazy nine-string guitar and the Chino screaming and then they blend it in with like this calm ethereal stuff that Deftones does super well and it's just like to me it's like one of the timeless songs that I'm going to love for decades to come, because it's just put so well together. And then it has this really long just intro of just Chino singing like, ah, and just like this ethereal like journey. It's like, it's one of those songs that like, it's almost like a storytelling song, even though it isn't really. Okay. Because the music takes you through a journey, even though the lyrics aren't set in like as a story. So That song, I just I have not been able to stop listening to it. It's so good. I always keep coming back to it. Even still, even this last week, you know, I listened to it several times because I'm like, man, this song is just so good. It's every once in a while you hear those songs and it just like rings true with you and it hits you in all the right ways. And some of these tracks, a lot of these tracks, really do that. Uh, The next one, track number two, is "Vivid Dreams" by K. Tronada off of his first album. And I first heard that this year. And that that song just kind of hit me in the same way. It's it's just a different style of music. It's not really a story, but it just puts me in this relaxed, chill kind of place, which electronic music tends to do. And like, if I'm at home, like cooking or just relaxing or cleaning the house, that's a great album to put on. And we reviewed that album on the the podcast. We did
1: Deftones too, I think. Right? No, we did White Pony. We did. I thought we did Ohms as well. I know that for Ohms, Um, yeah, that's that's my favorite track on there too. The Spell of Mathematics. Oh, okay. Um, I I was I was lo- reviewing while you were talking the track list there, and I'm I'm going, yep, that's that's the best one. That's it. Um, yeah. that's that. You know, I maybe it was on your other podcast where we talked about this one because we did that all Deftones right. episode. Yeah, that was on the other, on podcast. The other podcast. So, uh, man, that yeah, that outro section with the snaps, yeah, and it's, that's just that's so groovy. Yeah, I fucking love it. Yeah, that's exactly what it
0: is. That's a great word for it. It's groovy. It's just got this perfect groove, and you could, you just sit there and like driving down the highway. I'm just sitting there snapping my fingers along because it's just such a good
1: groove. It's that's just such a nod your head. I dare yeah. you to uh, listen to that section and not just start bobbing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You 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 can't help yourself. So, solid. It's so good. Uh, yeah, vivid dreams is a similar kind of thing, but. Yeah, featuring River Tabor. Tibber. I'm not sure. I'm probably saying that wrong, but he's an R&B vocalist R-T. from Canada. RT. RT. That's right. <laughs> Another absolutely outstanding track. Just hits me in the spot. Uh, the third track is Gundalak. Yep. The
1: Swedish. Guy. I remember we when we reviewed, reviewed that. This. I liked this a lot. It was good to listen this to this it again. Song it was fun.
0: is like
1: sexiness. Fun to go back and to it. Funkiness. Yep
0: it's such a good song beat off to that every time i turn this on you're just like (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) it's it's a great one uh and a boomerang we cut uh not covered we we review boomerang alpha don richard's newest album and that was a did that come out last year I think it did. I think it came out in 2021.
1: Let's take a look. I've got your playlist up in front of me, so I'm just gonna go real quick to show and album. Like, and okay, say, yep, 2021. So, uh Don
0: Okay, so it was a 2021 album. Okay, I thought it was. Because the other three weren't. Uh Don Richard, I like that album because it's so varied in like what it does. There's like this is like a good little dance track, but she does like a lot of other mix and match and genre and music in that album, which makes it very, very fun and enjoyable, but Boomerang really stood out to me.
1: Oh, I remember this. We did Me, Yeah. Busafome. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I just that all came back, rushing back with the memories. <laughs> that that's a, So what do you think of Boomerang? Because
0: we didn't review that. We reviewed Busafome. I thought we did the whole record. Or did we do the whole
1: record? I thought we did. I thought we just did the single. Maybe we did. Um, I, so I forgot that... that she's from new Orleans and that makes me like it a little more. It's not, it's a little, it's, 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 it's got a very kind of like house vibe Uh to it. House. Isn't typically my, my favorite genre. Um, this is fun music. This is like, it's club music. It's, it's like, if I were out somewhere in a social place and this came on, I'd bob my head to it. I would be, I might even like, you know, Shazam it just to see what this is. Is it something that I'll probably go and listen to on my own? Probably not, but it was, it was nice. I, a lot of these, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, even though you and I have different tastes in music, I'm listening to your playlist and I'm going, I can see why Mark chose this and what he likes yeah. in this. Um, yeah. and it's, it's kind of cool just to see where your head's at, uh, and to see like, ah, oh, this is, this is what. This is what uh, he digs, you know, and and knowing what I know about you, and it gives me a little bit of a better appreciation for that kind of music, because I think without getting to talk to you about it, I probably would be a little more just dismissive of a house electronic track than previously. Um, So it was was cool to be able to listen to it with a little more of an open mind.
0: Okay, cool. I'm glad it could do do that for you. And actually listening to your playlist kind of did the same because there was some stuff on there I hadn't heard. And I was like, I legitimately never would have tried to listen to this if it had not been suggested. <laughs> and, so, and some same of the songs here. I really, really enjoy. So I was like, I'm glad I, I, got, I heard some of oh, this. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, the next one is another club one, You've Done Enough. It was just a random track. I was looking through like new electronic and house singles and I came across it and I was like, whoa, this is actually something I really dig just another fun house club song. And then it goes into the back into the rock with raw. I remember reviewing that. It's
1: a, it was a really cool song. Glad to hear that one again,
0: loud. That is a good song. That's my favorite song off of that record. And that record is a, is a damn good record. And then it comes to a song that you introduced to me that we also reviewed the single by health and nine inch nails. Isn't everyone. And I got to be honest, I was surprised you didn't have this on their list because I thought when I first made my list, I thought, you know what? I can't put Isn't Everyone on there because Dan's going to have it on there. And then you did it and I was like, fuck yeah!
1: <laughs> the reason why I didn't is because we reviewed it. Okay. So my, everything that's on my list is stuff that we hadn't talked about already. Um, yeah. But my God, what a track. I I Yeah. I've, I, I haven't stopped v- really listening to that song since we reviewed it, and mm-hmm. uh, it's been Bob. sort of steady in my rotation ever since then. And um, this is—it's Nine Inch Nails has been has had a really interesting past few years. They've done movie scores. They've really branched out. I think we okay. talked about this when we reviewed. The song, you know, they did the score for Disney's Soul, uh, a Pixar movie. They did um, that album with Halsey that we reviewed. So they're they're going Disney and pop, and this was a really welcome return to form. This reminded me of like listening to the Fragile in nineteen ninety nine style of Nine Inch Nails, and that's just. it it hits right in the feels for me. So I'm so glad that you enjoyed it enough to, to add it onto it. Uh, for anybody listening this, if I had to pick like one of the top songs of the year, this would be easily a contender for like number one or number two.
0: Yeah. It's, it's that good of a track. Um, I really, every time I listen to this, I wish they would have done like four or five more songs together
1: they've been doing these singles. Health has been releasing these singles. Um, I think I've mm-hmm. put one on mine you with, did. Poppy. Yeah, okay. with poppy. Okay. So we'll talk about right. that when we get there. Um, but that's they They seem to be doing a little more like one-off collaborations. Let's just, Hey, let's do a mm-hmm. song together. And every time they do it, it's kind of a banger. It's very like, good. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: keep that up. So then the next one that I did was another single. We reviewed, mm-hmm. which was the far away by Jose Gonzalez off of the red dead redemption soundtrack. Man, like I said, when Jose Gonzalez gets it right, he gets it right. Most of the time, it's boring as hell. But when he gets it right, it's very good. This is a good, it's like a, takes you to the West. It's a calm, chill, relaxing, peaceful, simple song, guitar, and hymn singing. It's just phenomenal. It puts me in like such a nice, easy mood and headspace. It's so chill. And then another one that I randomly found was Before You Knew Me by Carmody. Never listened to her before. Just a random thing I found. And I was like, wow, this song is... Very, very enjoyable, and we didn't review it's, that one.
1: That was the first no, time I'd we heard didn't it. review it either. Yeah.
0: It's just one that I have not been able to stop listening to. It's just a, a good, catchy, chill kind of like indie rock kind of song. What do you think of that?
1: I I thought it was decent. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, a, a I'm I'm looking back at it right now, and I'm going. You know, I didn't this year. This for this week, I didn't take as many notes listening through as I did. I just kind of wanted to enjoy everything. And where this is in the playlist, it's it's sandwiched in between some songs that I really really enjoyed, and as a result, I don't remember this one that well. Oh, okay. (laughs) And so I I will tell you that going back to the Jose Gonzalez song, I liked it better this time. It grew on me. I I know. I I think I I gave it like a sort of like just a a, uh, I know it was above average rating when we reviewed it, but going back to it now is going. uh, Okay, okay. I see you over there, Jose Gonzalez. And I think part of that was listening to the, the new record uh-huh. that we reviewed and getting just a little more into his style and that kind of like 60s folk style that he can do really well, just singer-songwriter with one person and a guitar. And uh, I, yeah, I liked it a little bit better than I did the last time. And I was, I was happy about that. I was, I was very happy that, that I liked it. Oh, okay. Not that I would that's, be upset that I liked it. Not to be like, fucking Jose Gonzalez, you sweet, <laughs> you Swede, you Swedish, you Swede, yeah, <laughs> the pride of Sweden, Jose Gonzalez.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> then not it came to this next track, which is "Reptile" by Periphery, and we reviewed this album. I had not heard this album before. This is one
1: of the early ones that we did. Yeah, listener recommendation, this- I think, right. Yeah, this was one of the recommended
0: albums. And I had heard Periphery before, just not this album. And I told you when we reviewed this album that I really didn't care for this song too much because it was too long. And it just felt like it drug out a bit. And there was parts of it that I liked. Well, after that review, it got stuck in my head. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay. And so then over the past several months, I just cannot get enough of this song and it's it's not something big like 16 minute long epic songs about a dude who does too much drugs and thinks the lizard space lizards are co- lizards are coming to kill everybody and he's got to go fight them i'm just not into stuff like that but this the oh my gosh this is
1: damn near a perfect song <laughs> it's i i am consistently surprised that you like this as much as you do <laughs> cuz this is this is very much up my alley like right. you know i'm i'm the guy that like uh you know i'm i'm famous for saying like hey the song really gets good at like the 12 minute mark okay that's right <laughs> give it 12 minutes and then it really kicks in that's that's me and but this is I guess the difference being the song, it it kind of, it hits the ground running and never lets off the gas. Right. This is, it's, it's sort of a nonstop thing. Um, but even then 16 minutes can be a lot, right. It's, it's a lot to digest. And I, um, I know that that's not your style. It's not a lot of people's style, very much my style. So I was, I was right at home listening to this some more. I was going, yep, fucking. And that (laughs) singer, goddamn, He's just, the band is amazing. The band is so good, but, yeah. I have heard enough prog metal bands and really talented bands that without the singer I would go wow that's very good. Next they yeah. have such a charismatic and good singer that I I that's what makes me stop this band and go ooh now you've got I'm paying attention because I feel like that's where most other proggy, you know, kind of really precision based and, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? Virtuosic bands. That's where they fail. You know, uh, nine times out of 10, if I'm listening to a band and and like, everybody's a great musician, I'm like, they're gonna have a shitty singer. (laughs) It's true though. (laughs) It's true. And so, yeah. So for Perivity to come out and this dude's just, he's just, such an unbelievable range all across that album too. Not just with this song. Yeah. So it's not just this track. It's just this
0: track it's interesting. Cause when we reviewed this, the following two or three tracks were my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. But then now, they're still great songs. I love that whole album. But I'm like, nah, Reptile's the best. I was like, I actually sat down, gave it a proper listen-through several times, and I was like, okay, I can admit I was wrong. I was like, this song is way better than I gave it
1: before. <laughs> I, thought you did, I thought you gave a good review, if I remembered correctly. I thought you really the enjoyed The album,
0: it. I gave a good review, but Reptile, it was just, at first, the first, you know, that first week, I was like, oh my gosh, can we just get to the next one? And I was a little bit too impatient. But hey, that's on me, and I'm willing to admit that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of these days we're gonna listen to like Swans, uh <laughs> the band that has like 30 minute long songs uh-huh. and you're gonna hate me for it. Um, <laughs> I, have yeah, s- <laughs> I have to choose that day very carefully.
0: Choose that day very carefully. Uh next one was Forget It, another uh by Matroda, another random electronic song I really just stumbled upon and really, really enjoyed. what do you think of it?
1: Uh, this one was, it was just okay to me. Um, okay. I'll tell you the, the, uh, I don't want to skip ahead, but there were, there were the back half of the, of the playlist. Um, some of the electronic stuff I went, uh, oh, this is, uh, this was just okay. There were, there were a couple of songs that I'm going to let you, when you get to them, I want to highlight cause they were really kind of standout okay. tracks for me.
0: Okay. So yeah. Forget it in touch by Matt DeMona. Matt DeMona. Another electronic one that I really enjoyed. I still can't get that one out of my head. And then it comes to The Internet Girl featuring Kate Renata. Holy crap. If if this was released in this year, I would probably give this song Song of the Year if this was released in 2021 because this is just a phenomenal piece
1: of work. This was the one we did with Chad, Chad Alexander. Yeah. Chad recommended this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Man, going back to that record, this was one of the ones that really stood out. Yeah, yeah it's hearing it on the playlist ab- is like, ooh, I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not just the album, but the the album is stand out, spectacular. Yes. This song too is just like the feature, amazing, mind blowing, exceptional track. It's so good. And then uh, Georgia Smith, her from her first album, her song "Where Did I Go." We reviewed her new album this last year, which is a great album. But I kind of like am liking this first album of leaving
1: a little bit more than her new. album. I am the opposite. I was listening to this and I went and back to the one that we did and just listened uh-huh. to a couple of tracks and I liked the new stuff a little bit better. Okay, um, why is that? I, it felt. I'm mean, gonna think of the best way. It, it there was an like um a little more of an ethereal kind of quality to the newer stuff. Okay, I felt yeah. That's There's true. some more space to it and I liked that space between notes, you know, where where it's okay. just it uh it was there was uh, it's it's a little more sparse. I guess that might be the better way to say it. Like the music's a little right. more sparse on the newer stuff and that makes her voice stick out.
0: Okay. A little more I understand. Me. And she's got such an amazing voice. Yeah, she's it's singer. cool when they can you can really hear that and capture that. Um Next is Harry Brompton's Iced Tea by a UK group, J. Du Hart. What'd you think of that? I I loved it. It's a funny little
1: I don't remember this one, Mark. I'm so sorry. I'm looking at it. Did I listen to this one? Did I it's <laughs> you just skipped it every time? I don't know. I might have some homework to do, man. I'm I'm sorry. This I'm this was not calling I I liked the next one and I liked the closer. Uh, so be careful, the brand new track by K I liked that. And I liked uh because I, I like Thundercat by- too. Um there was a so there was a review of this new EP for K by um uh, what's the guy like Anthony Fantano that I watch a lot of mm-hmm. his stuff. He reviewed that EP and uh, I was going to mention it before you put it on your playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, he's like basically saying like, dude, if Kate Trinata puts out an album, that's this good, it's going to be like one of the best albums of the year. And yeah, I was it's, like, it's true. There's some truth to that. And plus I, I, I yeah, like there's... Thundercat a lot too. So that was, that was the last track that, you know, in between everything else. And that might be why I don't really remember J du Hart so much um, is because I got to this and I went, I really like this.
0: Yeah, the new that new EP by K. is so. K. Trinata has his first two albums. The first one's my favorite. The second one's pretty damn good, but this one could be if he comes out like he said with a new album. It could be better than all his other work. It's very very good. And then the Sun by Mid or Myd. Um, that's just a very bizarre, obscure song that I randomly found. And I was like, this song is kind of weird and kind of different. And this is really fun. And I just got stuck in my head for quite a while. And it's got a naked dude on the cover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What'd you think of that? I didn't catch it. I see. I like this one. Are you like, let me ask you a question. Are you like me when you make a playlist or I'm, I'm very particular about the order Yes, in which I put things. I'm extremely particular. i I've, I thought that way because I got this and I was like, this is a good closer. <laughs> like this is a good closing track to, to Mark's playlist. Um, yeah. If it doesn't flow right, I'll move it around I, or like delete a song or whatever. I spend way too much time doing that when I make a playlist and it's for nobody else, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's just for me, but it has to be perfect. But and nobody else is going to care. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. most people, they might <laughs> like, so help me if you hit shuffle. <laughs> you know, like- <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause this playlist, I made it to listen to in this specific order as bizarre as that sounds but it's it 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 is what it is and and yeah that to me was like a good closer it was just 2021 was a good year that was a good like a playlist to reflect all the music that i listened to and that was a lot of fun what about your playlist a lot of fun to
1: listen to let me turn my fan on real quick give
0: me one second here
1: sure I had no air conditioning going on. So I got to get some fan on me. This is starting to get a little clammy in here. Yeah,
0: it's starting to get hot in here too. I don't have my AC. It's starting to get a little clammy way. in here.
1: Okay. Um, as previously said, uh, my playlist was tw- top 2021 20, songs not reviewed on the podcast already. Um, I don't know why I thought it would be really funny to add a picture to the playlist uh, as a cover as a kind of uh, like a cover photo, but that's, that's all Billy Zane from the movie Titanic where he's like, I have a child. I have a child. Yeah. And I just thought that was really hilarious. Um, and it ended up, I thought you picked it because the child looks like a young me at that. Does age. it? I thought that was going to be you, your face <laughs> listening to my picks for, the, <laughs> <laughs> for the playlist. Cause you're like, God damn, Dan, you're tasting music. <laughs> okay so we we kick it off with uh the band deaf heaven a band that i have famously struggled to like for a long time Mm. they've they're like a few albums deep i've listened to every single one of their albums because they always get high praise and every single time i go man i i want to love this musically it's it's right up my alley but their singer just never has done it for me well (laughs) excuse me This new record comes out this year and their singer completely changes his vocal style. He used to do all like black metal vocals and now Uh he's singing. And you hear on this song that I chose, Villain, which I think was a good opener. He, he closes that track with his kind of traditional black metal style of singing, but it's appropriate because it fits where the song goes. Prior to right. that on their other stuff, they would have like the really pretty shit going on at the beginning and he'd be doing black metal vocals over that. And it just didn't yeah. ever work for me. But critically, he would get tons of acclaim. So I wanted to choose that one um, to kick us off it just because it... it it's, it was such a change of pace for that band and it was so unexpected for me that I really enjoyed that record there were a couple of songs I could have chosen um, but ultimately I chose this one because I liked that it was kind of the marriage of their old style and their new style um, so as I go through you, you know feel free to chime in you know with sure. what you liked and what you didn't like um next is uh I forgot that this came out in 2021 Boris just such a fun fucking band from Japan um, named after a Melvin's song from the nineties. Boris Mm -hmm. is a metal band. Metal's the easiest genre to lump them in, but my God, they're all over the place. They, they vary from, they do like either fast punk shit or like chuggy, chuggy metal or like just complete drone doom metal, like the band son. They even did an EP with them. And you ne- what I love about Boris is you never know what you're going to get from them. Every um, album just drastically different typically than the one before it, but it always sounds like them and they change it up a lot. And so I picked uh, this song, Antigone off the record. You, I almost didn't choose this one because it got released everywhere else in 2020 uh-huh. finally got released in 2021. Uh, but I really released it. They also had another single I could have chosen there as well. After that is a hardcore song by a band called Goddamn, And the song mm-hmm. is called Cow Cain. And this is just fun. I don't know. <laughs> I was, I think this was a group that like, I just saw the album cover and I went, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I'll listen to it. <laughs> and it's, I really enjoy it. I have a, I have a, a tendency to like a lot of that, you know, super noisy, yeah. hardcore music that's that's um a lot of that scream singing but not it's not like emo singing it's not um and it's not you know uh metal screaming necessarily but it's it's a like a yelling Kind of yeah. uh, kind of, style of singing. I like a lot of bands that do that with a very brash backing section behind them. Um, always, I'm always going to go for that. I don't know what it is about that genre of music, but like it, it just goes for me. I find, and they always have really funny names too. Like, goddamn, there's another band I like called Whores. That's a really fun band. To listen. They're great. Okay, listen to Whores. And then there's another one that's that's called Cherubs. Um, and mm-hmm. they're great too. And then there's another band called Hex. So they just have like fantastic names. Um, so we start with sort of a, a kind of heavy vibe, heavy, heavy rock. Right. And those first three songs for me, they weren't great,
0: but I didn't hate them. They were just kind of okay. And I, and I was like, I'll be honest, I was like, when I first started listening to this, I was like, fucking Dan. <laughs> I was like, are you going to pick anything? that i'm gonna like and then i got to this next track and i was like oh like 10 seconds in i was like oh i love this okay
1: so (laughs) next is hiatus coyote um Mm -hmm. i this came out i've I've been wanting to review this record for a long time and uh we really should have i should have made it more of a priority this came out you remember when we did that album by spelling that i really enjoyed the turning wheel These two records came out within like a week of each other. And I absolutely love both of them to death. Spelling was the weirder and more experimental of the two. And it stole my heart and ran with it. But Hiatus Coyote is just. Funky bro. Like yep. the whole, and I don't know if you listen to any more of their stuff, but their whole record sounds like that. The The album's called moon valiant uh, for anybody that wants to go check it out. And it is, it's just a. I I, I, I don't think it fits into a soul category. I think this is just straight funk. Like this is I, a good funk too. band. There's a lot of harmonies that sound like Prince harmonies. Like, you know, the Prince would bury these like really intricate vocal harmonies and like the backgrounds of his songs that like, you don't catch if unless you're really listening to it. And they do a lot of that. Um, I just, I didn't look up the band too much. I found out recently their singers white and that blew my mind. (laughs) It's <laughs> like holy unbelievable shit. Unbelievable vocalist. Yeah, unbelievable. Um so that's a that's an easily a top top record for me. Um other than that those first 3, I really in these are records those are records that I really enjoyed. They're not like the best ofs, but it would have been something that I would have liked to listen to and and talked about on the podcast if we would have had time to do it. Mm -hmm. So then after that, and after hiatus coyote is Danny Elfman and Trent Reznor on a song called true. Now we reviewed one Danny Elfman song. That was a single. He put out this double album. I listened to it a few times. I have mixed feelings about it all together. There are things that I really like about it. There, there are also uh, moments where I get kind of tired of it pretty quickly as a double record. I respect that he Mm -hmm. did it. You know, Danny Elfman has been doing movie scores for the whole time. It's kind of cool to hear him sing again. he's got, um, a lot of performers on it that I I like a lot, like the, the drummers, Josh freeze, who was the drummer for a perfect circle back in the day and did a bunch of touring stuff. Um, I think the guitar players, Robin Fink from nine inch nails. And so this, this song true, It's on the record, and I listened to it on the record. I went, You know, it just didn't really do anything for me. Trent Mm -hmm. Reznor picks it up right around the time that he's doing this stuff with health and remixes the song a little bit, puts some of his vocals on it, and all of a sudden now it's a song that I really enjoy. Um, I like that a lot. It's it's still got Danny Elfman. You could still still tell that he wrote it, Um, but now it's got a little Trent Reznor signature. Right. across it. And that made me like it a lot more. I wanted to like it
0: more than I did. I didn't hate it, but I was like, I, I, I wanted more Trent Reznor's influence on it. I get
1: that. I, If I had to say one thing about it, I would say yes to that. And I wanted that for the rest of the Danny Elfman album. Cause the, okay. cause the whole Danny Elfman album kind of feels like that's the genre that he's really going for. And uh-huh. it's a, it's a, It's like, I applaud the effort, you know, like you're, you're, this is different than I've heard you do. I know you did like Batman and, and a whole bunch of Tim Burton movie scores. And before that, like Oingo Boingo, you know, which was (laughs) weird, but nowhere near nine inch nails. And that was in the eighties. So to see you come out and do this, I was like, I, I, it made a lot of sense that he would, it, it fit his character, but it didn't quite stick the landing as a whole. Yeah. Okay. So that's Trent Reznor and, or Danny Elfman and Trent Reznor. And then we get into a record that, uh, man, I, I, I found out about this record. Like the week I was putting the playlist together, I was watching a whole bunch of people, uh, do their, sort of top 10 reviews of records of the year. And some of the sources that I like a lot, I mentioned, I, I, I watch Anthony Fantano. Um, there's a guy named Oliver something who's in Britain, who runs a channel called deep cuts. There's uh, news publications. I like Brooklyn vegan a lot. I like, um, you know, still look at spin and rolling stone and stuff across the board. Everybody had this album by Japanese breakfast as like mm-hmm. one of their top records of the year. And I'm going, I never even heard of this thing. What's what's the deal? It's like in their top 10 out of everything released. Yeah. So I go and I listen to it. and I'm like, holy shit. Like, it's a pop record, but this is so fucking good. And I haven't stopped listening to this. So I just picked, you know, one of the early songs on that record. I, I It's like track two. I could have picked any track on right. that record and dropped it into this playlist, and it would have been the best. I picked that one just because... Like after track one, I was like, yep, that sure. Just be, be sweet. (laughs) But realistically, like, um, it's a short record. It's only like 37, 37 minutes, but Japanese breakfast is so much fun to listen to. It's so well written. I don't like a lot of pop music and that is just like top notch
0: home run. I really enjoyed this song. I thought that that would be one that you would like.
1: I really, as I was putting this together, I was going, all right. Um, I was, I was kind of taking bets in my mind about like what mark would dig <laughs> and what mark would not like and uh, <laughs> and as I, as I get to because later on we have some stuff that i'm gonna i'm gonna call i'm gonna kind of call my shot and see how my score yeah. gets on what mark liked and didn't like um so that was japanese breakfast i highly recommend that after that health and poppy the song yep. that we talked about just a minute ago called dead flowers a lot of similarities to isn't everyone um yep. got poppy singing on it It, that's a, it's a killer track. It's a, if you liked, isn't everyone with health and nine inch nails, that was your pick. You're probably going to like this.
0: You know, it's, this was my favorite track on your playlist. Really?
1: Okay. Dead flowers was so good. I like it a lot. I think that between the two tracks, um, isn't everyone's better. So do I, but this is still very, very good. Um, yeah. Still very, very good. I, I, I think so. So from there, I went to a, another group that I never heard of, and it's a single that came out. Um, the artist is called Aho, and the song is called Naive Naive. And the reason I chose this is because she features a vocalist who I like a lot, Spencer Krug. We reviewed uh, one single from a self-titled album that Spencer Krug did that came out last year and we, I think we did the single before the album came out and I said, wow, well, the single was just okay. I hope the album's better. Well, the album wasn't that great. Okay. It was uh-huh. kind of a disappointment from Spencer. Um, this is, I, I love Spencer Krug a lot. The, the, the things that I, it's kind of like Jose Gonzalez for me, like the things that he does that I love, I love a lot. Yeah. The things that he does that I don't like, I just don't ever listen to I don't even give it a chance. You know, I just stick yeah. with those like, few handful of things that are so good, but they're, and they're great. Um, and that's it. But this song came out. I like it. So Ajo's kind of an, um, ambient electronic artist for the most part. And, mm-hmm. um, I thought that his voice worked really nicely over that. Um, and it was kind of cool. It was a neat little weird song, some cool sounds going on. Um, when if it, it's a song that ends better than it starts if that makes sense. So, you know, no, that totally is accurate. Started and I'm going and I'm about a minute in and I'm like, "Eh, eh, yeah, 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 that's okay. (laughs) By four minutes in, I'm going, Hey guys, this is not bad. You know, this is pretty good. Um, and it's a grower. I'll tell you, excuse me, this song is definitely a grower. The more I listen to it, uh, the more that I enjoy it. So after that, I picked, um, I think I had two songs on here. It looks like one of them may have gotten deleted. I think it might've been taken off for for licensing. Um, uh-huh. But this is, now we get into the real experimental section yes. of the playlist <laughs> where I was like, all right, let me kind of take out, I did it in chunks a little bit. Let me get my heavy metal chunk out early. You know, that's, that's your Boris and, and stuff like that. Now we get into the experimental stuff with uh black country, new road. This is a band that again, everybody had their, album. It's a brand new album, debut record. Everybody had this on their best of the year list. I remember I listened to it when it first came out and it, I, it didn't do a whole lot for me. I went back and listened to it and I liked it more. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was the distance and time. Um, I still don't know if it's, if it's a, if I agree with everybody, that's like one of the best of records. I get why people like it the most. Um, what I like about it is it's very atonal. Um, and, and so it, it's, it's kind of challenging is this has an almost Middle Eastern vibe in how it's atonal like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it picks this one little riff and just has tons of things going on around that one little central riff. And it's just like, yeah. um, what I like about the song is it, it, it kicks off the record and it's almost hypnotic in that respect. Right. So if you, um, I caught myself listening to the full album, which is like only six songs, uh, while I was cutting grass and mm-hmm. I ended up listening to it like two times in a row, just on repeat. And I, I kind of found myself, I was like, you know, this was, it was, I'm doing a sort of, you know, a zoning out activity. I'm just kind of cutting grass in a row. This, the tracks playing, you know, it's going over and over and I'm going, wow. Okay. I think that's kind of what they're going for is this, this groove that you lose yourself in. And all of a sudden you go, wow, how much time has passed? Um, (laughs) that seems to be the, the, the goal for me on this. Uh, they also, they're, they're coming out with another album next year into tw- or this year in 2022. So I'll be eager to see how that goes. Um and so from there we move from Black Country New Road to um Black Midi. I had a song by Black Midi on there uh called John Q. And I've been going back and forth on this song. Some days I'll listen to this <laughs> song and I'll be like, "Wow, I really like how weird and bizarre this song is." And then other times I'll listen to the song and I'll be like, "God, this song's kind of annoying." <laughs> Did uh, I didn't even know that song was on it there because I haven't heard okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so that I maybe I took it off. Maybe I was I was listening to it one day and I because I really I, I I jumped in my mood. I went back and forth. It was Black Betty's another band that got a ton of praise this year. Um everybody seemed to like it a lot. That was the one song. I think I ultimately removed it because I went, yeah, okay. So Let's just skip over that one. And let's talk about Turnstile. another hardcore band. Um, Glow On is the name of the record. The song mm-hmm. that I chose is New Heart Design. But I'll tell you, just like Japanese Breakfast, this is a really good punk record. This is one of those punk-slash-hardcore records that will be I think one of those mainstay punk or hardcore records that people will talk about for years down the road. Um, and yeah. I could have, I just like that, I could have chosen any song and dropped it in. I just picked this one. Cause at that week I was like, that's my favorite one that week. Um, I really dig it. And, uh, it, I like that. It was, it, it's one of the songs that showcases all the different ways that they go, uh, you know, in there, they, they kind of do these, these within the boundaries of hardcore, there's some, ambient stuff happening there's some dreaminess to it um Mm -hmm. i guess in a little bit but it's still like a fucking cool punk song um and turnstiles a really cool band i like their last album a lot i like this record everybody's talking about this record that i know of i know a lot of other people that um this was their favorite record of the year not my favorite of the year but like really fun to listen to um this is a band i would go i'd like to go see live Uh, i think they'd be a really fun band to see live So after Turnstile is Frontier or Frontierer. I always say their name, Frontierer. I always add an extra I. Frontierer. Frontierer, Okay, so let me tell you about Frontierer. Um, I, wow, this, they, I I discovered them on their last record. Uh, It was one of those ones that I saw the album cover and I went, let me give this a listen. And if you like Dillinger Escape Plan, if you like, um, the chariot if you like uh a lot of that that just so brutal you you can't get out of the hole that you're in style of metal um frontier is they're one of the more brutal ones and again I, i this is a this is kind of a recurring theme on this playlist i could have picked any song on this record too this is a this is a this is a brutal fucking album it's like 16 songs um I have to listen to it in pieces. I, so whereas like turnstile, I would love to go see them in concert. I think if I saw Frontier in concert, I would be worn out and probably a little afraid. Um, just cause it's, it's, it's a very brutal track, Bro. It just of goes back half of your so playlist, hard.
0: This was the one that I enjoyed the most, but it, it's, it's,
1: yeah, you can't listen to this too often. <laughs> I, so I was thinking because you liked training for utopia and uh-huh. we talked about some of that kind of stuff and some of that, and I know you like that kind of job. This was the one that, as I was going through my playlist, I was like, "All right, I want to hear what Mark thinks about Frontier. Um, they they they're creative, so they it's 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 I don't know if math metal is whatever you call it. It's hard to follow. Okay, um, yes, very hard to follow. There's some really interesting stuff that they do. That's like Tom ish with just noise on guitars. That's yeah. that's not I have no clue what they're doing. It's a lot of like whammy stuff. It's all over that record. Um, And then you just got this singer who's just in your face and nonstop uh, the whole time, just, just brutally screaming at you the whole time. And it's kind of fun. Like it's a, it's It's, a weird punishment that I enjoy. Yeah.
0: You know, if I had to describe this, it would be like training for utopia or diligent escape plan set in breaking bad. And
1: all the meth heads are just going crazy. Accurate. It's it's exactly Accurate. what it is. Yes, this is this is <laughs> the crystal meth thing is is spot on for sure. Give me one second. It's it, it's, it's crazy. It's chaos.
0: But you you almost like like Breaking Bad. You almost like okay. I want to find out what happens next. You know what
1: it is. It's a. Uh, like a clockwork orange <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah it is. It, it's like a clockwork orange like you're held down your eyes are open you're watching this like gruesome stuff you're seeing that yeah. on the movie and you're like why am i enjoying this movie you know like yeah. <laughs> why am i enjoying somebody go through this Um, uh, so great brutal track by a great brutal band after that i wanted to take it down a bit uh <laughs> let's you know hey look we're up here let's bring it down uh with a an, another album that I, again I really like this one this is this is a dark kind of gloomy folk record that's by a band called storefront church um the record's called as we passed it gets the my it's my favorite cover art of the whole year uh favorite album cover of the whole year just mm-hmm. this flaming bus that's in the air crashing into a like blank landscape and there's nothing else around it. And it's so, it's so well photographed that I want to look at it. And it also kind of fits the music, even though the music's not heavy. It's a lot of like disc down tempo acoustic. They're like piano driven type stuff for the most part um, with a really good singer. And uh, I picked the song Alfa- after the alphabets. It's the first track on that record. Again, just like everything else, I could have picked <laughs> very many songs on this this is a really cool indie album to listen to um i don't know did you enjoy that one uh, or was it not quite your style
0: it was it wasn't really my thing but it wasn't terrible either i was like yeah it was okay i
1: just like that falsetto that he gets and they like and that in the chorus like,
0: after the alphabet
1: mm-hmm. ah that just I roll with that Um, So after that, we go to another song that we didn't get to review because it just came out late in the year. And I have not stopped listening to this record. It's Converge and Chelsea Wolfe doing a collaboration album. It's called uh, Blood Moon One. This man... This is one of my top albums uh, of the of the year, Um, just because it's so unexpected. I I'm not as big of a Converge fan as other people are. I got I know I like you fail me. That's the record that everybody likes from Converge. I like that record too, Um, Mm -hmm. but I haven't listened to a lot of that stuff. I, I was looking at their their the rest of their catalog. Going, yeah, I was impressed at how much I hadn't heard by this band. Chelsea Wolf, <laughs> however, I like a lot of her stuff, and she's mm-hmm. sort of like just owning the gothic vibe yeah. for everybody right now. She's like a modern gothic kind of Tori Amos vibe. Even though she doesn't sound at all like Tori Amos, um, but she just does a lot of cool stuff. She, I, I, she's on a couple of playlists that I have. Uh, you and I are both fans of the show Utopia. Uh, there's a, this oh, one yeah. song of hers that like closes out an episode of Utopia, and it was so good when it came on. I was like, yes, like that's the perfect <laughs> song choice. Um, and together, man, this is this just this whole record. I, 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 I know I've said this at least six times I could have picked any song off of this record. I picked tongues playing dead, uh, just because it's a fun one with some really cool guitar shit going on, but mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Just such a cool record. It's, and it's just gnarly. It's metal. It grooves. It's got good vocals. It's well produced. Like I, as far as top albums goes. Yeah. Up there for me. Um, I don't know. Did you like that one or not your style? And once again, it was okay. Okay, go listen to the rest of that record. I'm going to advocate for it because um, okay. I, I really think you'd like it. And then um, there's an artist that I had never heard of, and this popped up on a playlist that I follow with Apple Music. Um, it's from an EP. It, the artist is called Sick Brain uh, with two eyes, so S I I ck brain all one word so sick brain and she has a couple of singles out just a few a handful of singles and this is her first ep but no real albums so she seems to be a newer artist and um i'll admit i i kind of threw this in on a whim um i hadn't listened to it a lot but uh-huh. i i heard it when i was around the time i was making the playlist and i was like fuck it yeah okay so i put it in there and it's a not bad song. It's a cool, heavy song. She's got a cool voice. She screams a lot. Um, it's a short track. It gets to the point. It's, it's abrasive. It's, it's heavy. I was like, fucking a, that'll go at the end of the playlist. It's a good kind of like heavy. It's a good heavy addition to the playlist. Um, and so from there we go to the closing track by an artist that I have a love, hate relationship with. Um, <laughs> Lingua Ignata. And, I'll tell you, like, I I hear and I read so much good stuff about this artist that Uh this is one of those – she's one of those artists that, like, I continually go back – and try to listen to it because I go, I should like this, you know, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you have, like, you ever have stuff like that where I'm like, why do it's like the office for me. Like everybody loves the office and I know the office is so good that I make myself go back and watch the office sometimes because I go like, why don't, what's wrong with me? Why don't I like this? You know, I right. should like this. It has trademarks of everything I should like, but for some reason doesn't do it for me. Um, for yeah. the most part, Lingua Ignata is a lot like that. Uh, she had a record in 2019 that everybody loved called Caligula that I struggled with. I wanted to like it. And then she puts out this new record called Sinner Get Ready. And so I had, for the most part, the same experience with the record, except for this one song. Okay. Okay. And that's why I chose it. It's called Pennsylvania Furnace. Um I picked it to close out the record because it's I it, it felt like a good closing song. In a lot of ways, uh-huh. it's a uh, so she she does a lot of like religious themed things and this song sounds like a church hymn. Um Yeah, it does. a very sad like church hymn in a lot of ways. And It's just got a vibe. It reminds me of New Orleans, even though it's called Pennsylvania Furnace. Um, I read the story. There's like a story. There's like some kind of fire somewhere in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, It's this piece of land. It's been on fire for like a long time and they can't put it out and they can't figure out what's causing it. So it's this anomaly. Um, uh-huh. and, and so it, you know, in the, if you look at it from like the, the biblical context of like the burning bush and stuff, there's a lot of parallelisms there and things that you can draw attention to or draw, draw connections to. Um, this is one of the only times I've liked her voice. I think it fits in this style. It, it's a weird kind of closing track. I I like it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what else to say. I like the song. Uh, I'd be willing to bet that I am the only one uh, if I ever show this to playlist, to anybody that goes, I, I would be finished. With like, wouldn't that a cool way to finish the playlist? And everybody would be like, no, <laughs> you <laughs> like, probably would be. <laughs> I I was like, I was, as I was making this, it's like, oh, it's such a cool way to wrap it up and close it out. And I think like nobody else is going to think that, Dan, you're, you're, <laughs> you, sir, are on an island. So I figured you probably wouldn't dig that track too much, right? No. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't blame uh, uh, you. I don't blame you. Yeah. I was just
0: like, this really doesn't do much for me. And I was like, I don't think I could get into this
1: artist. <laughs> that's okay. So that's that's most of my playlist for the year. Um I have my my picks of, of uh what I have from like my best albums that that came out. Um we can we can talk about those real quick if you want. I can just kind of rattle those off. I don't know if you put anything together or not. No, I didn't put anything together. Okay. Then I'll save it. I'll I'll skip it, you know, and that will be, I'll tell you that we, most of the ones that are on my best of list with the exception of that Converge and Chelsea Wolf album we've reviewed. Uh-huh. So if you want to hear what my top records are, you can go listen to the episodes. Exactly. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for
1: being a part of the show. Appreciate it.
0: I figured that was going to be that, but anyways, that was, that was fun. That was fun to hear your top, you know, songs that weren't reviewed. I did get to hear quite a number of songs that I had not heard before that I really did enjoy. So I'm glad for that. And it was nice to revisit some of the stuff I really enjoyed. So yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. If you had any songs or anything that you thought was really awesome in 2021, Shoot us a line. Hell yeah. I want to hear what y'all like. What were your favorite tracks? Hit us up on Instagram. You know, Mr. Underscore Pockets 21. Dan. At Dwight uh, Privilege. Dwight Privilege. Yeah. And yeah. Tell us what you liked, what you
1: didn't like. And yeah, we'd be happy to talk to you. We got some new cool stuff coming in the year 2022. So uh, keep listening. Hang out, tell your friends, uh, and, and I'm excited to see what kind of changes and, and uh, cool stuff we can do in the year ahead as we continue to talk about music. Yes, it's going to be it's fun. It's going to be a fun
0: year. All right, well, thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you all in two weeks.